a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Small businesses bring Utah together. They inspire goodness and connect communities. These are their stories from Mighty Main Street, brought to you by the Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake. Here's our host, Chris Redgrave, on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We have a great small business show on KSL Radio every Sunday from 11 a.m. to noon called Mighty Main Street, the faces and places of Utah. We're interviewing our small business owners and organization leaders who are working hard to navigate our current challenges, and they're telling their stories. We can thank Visit Salt Lake and Utah Office of Tourism for providing this small business opportunity because they understand the importance. Jason Glade, thank you so much for joining me on Mighty Main Street, the president and CEO of Taffy Town. I cannot wait to talk to you about one of my favorite treats, and that is Taffy, and your history in the state of Utah. So welcome to Mighty Main Street. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's our pleasure. Give us a generational idea of what kind of impact Taffy Town has had on the state of Utah and beyond. Well, we've, we're a longtime business here in Utah. My great-grandfather, James Vernon Glade, started the company back in 1916. No! So we've been in business here. Yeah, we've been in business for 105 years. Jason, that and, is uh, so extraordinary. Yeah, no, it's it's great. You don't see a fourth-generation business that often. You seriously don't. And by the way, this is a global. This isn't just here in the United States. It's global with what we've just been through. I mean, we've lost some generational businesses in certain areas of Europe that that would be mind-boggling to hear the impact that this current situation has has delivered to small business. And so, but yeah, bringing it back home to the United States, it's extraordinary. I mean, you're, I, I wonder, fourth generation, I wonder if it's in single digits. At some point in time, it gets sold or something happens to the business. But you've got to be so proud of that, Jason. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's a great legacy. And I... I thank my lucky stars each day for what we've been given, and uh, I hold it with great honor to hope to uh, perpetuate it further from here on out. Well, what a wonderful attitude you have, and it just makes me want you you to have all the best. Taffy, we we are not tired of Taffy. It's still a big part of our life. Give us an idea of your product and how it's morphed and changed. I went to your website. It's a cool website and all the new flavors. So give us an update on what it's like in the the world of Taffy. Well, I'm I'm happy to do that. We we make just saltwater Taffy. That's all we do. And I contribute that to my father, who was the, the third generation, who transformed our company into that. Um, we weren't always called Taffy Town. It was originally Glade Candy Company, and we made all sorts of different candies. Uh, chocolates was one that we were really known for. But as we were uh, going through a transition in the late 80s, early 90s, our chocolate portion of our, our candy making was dropping off. Our taffy was really growing. It was a segment that a lot of people were really interested and uh, loved, the variety of flavors we did. So it was my father that dropped all our other candy lines and just festified doing saltwater taffy. Uh, with that, we changed our name to Taffy Town and uh, wanted to broadcast that this is what we're known for and we do it the best than anybody else out there. So we make uh, a saltwater twist paper taffy that you'll see all over the country. 
and we do 80-plus different flavors, anywhere from your traditional banana, watermelon, strawberry, to fun flavors like chili mango or chicken and waffles or peanut butter and jelly. Um, so we, we like to have a lot of fun with our flavors. That is crazy, the chicken and waffle. That's hysterical. So, Jason, do you come up with new flavors every year? Are you always introducing a new flavor? Is that part of the deal? That is something that we like to do. Um, each year we try to come up with a new flavor to kind of frontline what we're doing with our product line. I think a lot of our customers like to see uh, what's new. Uh, some stuff really sticks and some stuff doesn't, but it's fun to kind of come up with those flavors and see how our customers react to them. Do you do tastings? Do you bring uh, like tasting groups in to do kind of blind tastings and some of your new stuff? We do. So each each year, um, probably about halfway through the year, we'll start thinking what we want to launch for the, the coming year, and we'll bring in different flavors and ideas, and we'll probably have a half dozen different flavors that we like to work with, and then as we develop those, we'll bring in outside people to give us their opinion, and we try to narrow it down to one flavor that's the winner for the year and, and go with that. Jason, can I volunteer for one of those tastings, please? <laughs> Chris, we're happy to have you come in. That'd be Perfect. Great. So how many employees are you supporting through this phenomenal and very important product that we all need right now as we try and navigate uh, our lives and our situations? We need taffy. So how many people are you impacting? We have about 50 people right now wow. that are working with us. It's a little bit more in our busy time. Usually summer is a little bit busier and a little bit less in the winter, but it's pretty close to an average of 50 employees we're doing. Well, I could, now I'm really curious. Why are you busy in the summertime? I would think that winter with the holidays and Christmas and, and we love to eat sweets. Why, why is it busier in the summer? Well, it's interesting. Taffy really has been traditionally a summer candy. You know, you can't really eat a lot of chocolate in the, in the summer because it melts True. everywhere. But you go to your amusement parks and your beaches and your tourists attractions and taffy is usually a key product out there because it holds up so well in the summer heat. I never so, thought of that. You're absolutely correct. I can't believe that. Yeah, we, we do quite a bit in the summer. We're just going into our busy season right now. When you think about going to all the summer activities and, and to the circus and carnivals and all these cool things and you see these vendors that have these taffy pulling machines, that are, you know, it's always fun to watch. And so, yeah, I never thought of that, but that makes sense. Chocolate, you can't take chocolate to the beach. That's almost impossible, unless you stick it in a cooler. Yeah. So um, tell me about yeah. your outreach with your product. How far are you distributing this product? So it's coast to coast in the U.S. Uh, we have distributors all the way from New York to Southern California and Washington to Texas. Uh, we sell all over the country, and we have some international presence, too. Um, we've, we sell in the countries like Australia, Korea, the U.K., Canada, Mexico, we're constantly finding new customers that want to try this product because saltwater taffy truly is a unique American convection. You don't really see it outside the U.S. It was uh, developed here in the late 1800s in Atlantic City, New Jersey, and it's been an American tradition all this time. Do you lean on or benefit from the fact that we have the Great Salt Lake? You know, a lot of people will say that, like, they'll see our product and they're like, where are you from? Well, we're from, you know, Salt Lake area. And they're like, oh, Salt Lake, Taffy, Salt Lake City. I get it. It makes sense. And it's funny, there really isn't any direct correlation with making product at the Great Salt Lake, other than the fact that maybe when my great-grandfather was making it, Salt Lake Resort was there and there was some a lot of tourists in that area than there is now when it comes to candy and candy buying. But... um yeah, it, it's fun to have that unique 
tie in with saltwater taffy in the Great Salt Lake. Yeah, that's totally cool. I would totally take advantage of that. Get a little pinch of the salt out of the Great Salt Lake and say, yes, we make it with, because you could, just a little pinch, we make it with the Great Salt Lake salt. And if you put it in a big enough yeah. batch, you won't even taste it. You won't taste the brine shrimp in it. <laughs> that's, that's right. Saltwater taffy doesn't really have a lot of salt in it, but it does have a little bit. You know, just like most confectionery items, there's a little bit of salt in there. But it really does get its name from being developed on the, the seaboard there in Atlantic City. That's uh, people associated with the ocean. And so that's why they call it saltwater taffy. That's interesting. That makes sense to me. You know, uh, just saying Taffy Town, just uh, for some reason, it just makes me happy. Are your employees this way? I mean, are your employees just really happy to be doing what they're doing? I like to say so. I mean, a lot of times work is work. And uh, we're not without our issues we have here with trying to... Uh, to find good employees and, and make sure that people are engaged. Uh, but we do a lot around here to try and help our employees with making sure like they have a voice and that they're doing something that is a part of the community and helping people in, in general have a good, enjoyable product in their life. And so uh, we do a lot with our employees to try and keep them engaged in that, what their overall goal and purpose is in, in working here at the factory. I think that makes so much sense. Our best corporations in the world, 70% of their staff uh, would be considered highly engaged. That's the difference between zero and five. So these employees would be on, they'd be all fives. They're very engaged in what it is that they're doing. And it makes all the difference in the world, not only for the company, for the business and the product that's being developed, but for the individual. If they feel like they're going to work and they're having an impact and they're making a difference, then they're happier, the product's better, and time just kind of flies by. But Jason Glade, thank you so much, our president and CEO of Taffy Town. I really appreciate you joining us on Mighty Main Street. We wish you all the best, and I cannot wait to have some of your taffy. And don't forget, please, don't forget to bring me in and have me be part of your tasting committee, okay? You got it. You got it. It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much. You've been listening to our Mighty Main Street show, The Faces and Places of Utah. You can find us on the podcast page of KSONewsRadio.com. I'm Chris Redgrave, host of Mighty Main Street. Join us again next Sunday to hear more from our business community from 11 a.m. to noon on KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.